Whether you want to start a faith-based business or an online ministry, you've come to the right place. This is the Teresa Blaze Show with your host, Teresa Blaze, where she's bringing her over 20 years of consulting experience to the mic. Now, here's Teresa. I've got Mr. Mark Maloney with us. He's a few things. He he uh, he he does uh, coaching, and he runs a Facebook group called the Coaching Jungle, and he also runs a mastermind, which we are going to talk about because I've talked about the power of masterminds before. But I wanted to bring on someone who does really high end masterminds and kind of uh, touch on what they're about and uh, really. Give you guys something actionable, something you can take away. Uh, before we get to that, I'm going to touch on our sponsor, and then we'll jump right in. Guys, if you are looking to start a podcast, then uh, you really need to go to Kadosh Media, K-A-D-O-S-H Media.com. Now's the time. You've got a message running inside you. Now's the time. Go to www.kadoshmedia.com, schedule a time, and let's get your podcast launched. Now, on with the content. Mark, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Well, we are very glad to have you. So, uh, for those that do not know you, can you kind of give a very brief overview of who you are and we'll go from there? Sure thing. I help coaches get more clients without paid ads. So, I've been doing this since early 2014. Time flies. And uh, I'm really big, uh, as I said, on organic strategies because not every coach wants to or is in a position to throw tens of thousands of dollars towards big marketing campaigns. And uh, yeah, so far I've helped hundreds of coaches directly and, and that I've worked with. But if you include people in my programs, communities, and so on, it's in the thousands and I'm hoping to help a lot more. So I'm excited about today's topic because I'm big on masterminds. And I, as you mentioned, have my own mastermind and, and I think that they're excellent and um, not just mine <laughs> i think mine's excellent but in general the whole concept of masterminds really important and can do a lot of big things so i hope to encourage some people to get into masterminds or start their own you know it's really interesting because through a set of circumstances i've had the privilege of getting involved in a women's uh, mastermind for christian communicators and that's been uh, very 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 huge for uh the things that i'm doing and what uh what's been laid on my plate. Um, can you touch on why someone should consider either joining or uh, starting their own mastermind? Yeah. So, I mean, the first thing I, which I think is important is to define mastermind because I find the definition is muddled out in the online space. I find there's a lot of confusion. What's a mastermind, what's group coaching and, you know, so, um, a mastermind in a nutshell, uh, Napoleon Hill coined the phrase way back in you know the 1930s, but uh, it's essentially if there's at least two brains coming together for mutual benefit. And so a mastermind could be just you and I, uh, Teresa, or it could be us with 10 others. You know, there's no set rule that way. It differs from group coaching. When I used to do group coaching programs, it was much more uh, me following a set curriculum every week, we were uh, focusing on a certain topic and I was probably carrying the load and talking more and, and doing all that. Uh, with masterminds, um, the way that I structure mine, every call members of my mastermind, they have hot seat time on every single call. 
And that's an opportunity to bounce ideas off the group. They can work through issues they're having. They can get feedback. Whatever they want to use that hot seat time for, they can. And there's been some really cool ideas that have come from that because everyone in that group is positive. They're all in it for the right reasons. There's no one with negative energy because one person in a mastermind can be a cancer that can, uh, one bad person is a cancer that can destroy the whole vibe of the group. So I'm very careful who I let in. And it's just a really cool collaborative effort and a, a really positive vibe with it. So that's why I love masterminds. After, you know, once I actually started attending the one that I'm attending, uh, my husband actually told me, I've seen a difference in you since you started doing that. And that, oh, I mean, that alone has been worth it. But could you kind of run down the format of a mastermind? So, we, I mean, now that we kind of know the difference between that and uh, group coaching. Yeah. So, I mean, there's different ways you can structure it. Um, I can tell you the way I do it. Mine is not the only way or necessarily the, the right way to do it. I think it works for me. But um, the way that I work my mastermind groups is I have a maximum of eight members in the group. Uh, we meet every week. So, my groups meet on Monday, same time every week. And we meet for 90 minutes, meaning that people have 10 to 15 minute hot seat time. And we go around the virtual table and that time is their time that they can use for whatever they want. Now, there's people who run their masterminds differently. Uh, a lot of people run their masterminds where one person's on the hot seat per call. Uh, and then maybe the hot, you're not on the hot seat again. If you're on today, maybe you're not back on it for another month or two months down the road. The reason that I chose to do it, my format is... I find with that, that model, there's a lot of time in between your hot seats. And you guys know what it's, you know what it's like. There, your business can change a lot in two months. And things can pop up and you may need support. So to keep people engaged, I like each of my members having guaranteed hot seat time every call. And at first, I was worried because I thought, oh, boys, is that, that can be enough time. That's not a lot of minutes. And is it going to be enough time for them to get value from it? But I found that the group is very mindful of everyone's time. And they don't, they don't eat up the hot seat. So if you were in the mastermind, Teresa, and you were dealing with an issue, and let's say someone in the group or myself, I had something to add and, and something I would probably say, hey, Teresa, I encountered this exact same issue. And I'd give a little synopsis for a minute. I'd say, here's how I handled it. But hey, if you want to hop on Zoom tomorrow and chat about it, I'd be happy to walk you through it. So the members in the group are actually connecting between the calls every week themselves. Uh, some of them act as accountability partners for each other. They're sending each other messages. It's not just what's going on in the weekly call. There's stuff in between, too, to keep the momentum going. And it really, I mean, what I found is it really, when you have a time constraint like that, like you only have 15 minutes or whatever to share, it really forces you to compress your thoughts down to the most succinct version of what exactly is your problem. Yeah, you don't screw around. So you're not going to talk for five minutes and eat up a chunk of someone's hot seat time. You're, people are very mindful of other people's time. So a lot can get done in those hot seats. But I mean, maybe the, the method that you might want to do if you were running Mastermind might be, hey, we're going to spend uh, an hour or whatever every week with just one person doing a deep dive in their business and then it'll come back around them. Or maybe you split it up where a couple people have hot seats for 20 or 30 minutes each. 
and then it, and then it keeps rotating that way. So really, it depends on the name of the game. I think what should be the goal is what's going to give the people in the mastermind group the best benefit results. That's what anything we do with coaching for any program we create or whatever, we should be focusing on what's going to give the best results. Do you recommend that someone actually start one? And if so, how how do you recommend actually like structuring it? Should it be paid? Should it be free? Well, I, I don't think it should be free. I'll tell you why is I find if it's free, people aren't investing and they don't have any skin in the game and they're not going to take it seriously. So in the past, I've been involved in masterminds on the other side of the fence. It wasn't me running them. It was me as a participant. And I'll give you one example. I was in one many years ago in my past life. I was in real estate and uh, we had a mastermind with about 10 or 12 people who met in person in my local area. And we were all in business. And in the early stages, those first few weeks, it was you know full attendance, 10 or 12 people. Then eventually, there started to be six or seven people. And then there were four people. And then by the end of it, it was me and the organizer there. And that was it every week. And so that's what happens because it was a free mastermind. And I've heard that story time and time again. I think that you need to charge enough that people take it serious and that they're going to uh, not say, oh, well, I'm not paying for it or I'm not paying much, so I'm not going to show up. Uh, as we're recording this, my mastermind is about $400 a month. It's uh, $397 US, uh, which uh, the goal will be to move it up higher as time goes on. But uh, $397 US is high enough that people, okay, they're paying $100 a week it works out too. So they're going to take it seriously. If I was charging just $20 a month, would they take it as seriously? Probably not. Do you like to uh, charge more for higher end products or do you think that creating a low ticket offer is a good way to kind of introduce people to you? I can talk about my business personally. And again, it's, this isn't the only way to do it, but it's worked well for me. I'm not a fan of selling $10, $20 type products or, or communities. Um, not saying everyone that's joining those are, are, bad people, but it does tend to attract a lot of people who I consider freeple or cheaple. They want everything for free or for very little. And there's, again, not much skin in the game. So my lowest offering, uh, as you guys, uh, you and Michael know, because you guys have been in Secret Coach Clubs, my print newsletter, that's $97 a month or nine ninety seven a year. And uh, some people look at it and, and they say, oh my God, they would say $97 a month for 16 to 20 pages of paper. Oh my God, what a ripoff. I, I, I want to kind of jump into that too, because that, that it's not just a piece of paper. It's, I mean, if you guys are interested in coaching and um, trust me, I don't get anything for recommending this at all. But if you guys are interested in coaching, that newsletter is nails. That in newsletter is absolutely nails, and it he, Mark is really good at distilling thoughts into um, sixteen pages of actionable content. Hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so I didn't pay you to say that, by the way. So <laughs> yeah, I'll send you a hundred bucks later. No. Uh, well, and, and what I'm trying to do by charging ninety-seven dollars is I want to chase away the person that says, "Oh my God, it's ninety-seven dollars for sixteen to twenty pages." I just bought a book that's 400 pages for $20. And, and I don't want people with that mentality. Instead, I want someone that would look at it and say, oh my God, what a steal, $97. But I can take things that I learned from this month's issue 
and make thousands of extra dollars or tens of thousands of dollars. This, you know, nine ninety seven a year, thousand dollars. I would be shocked if someone uh, didn't make that back in a year of following my newsletter and say something's going on uh, because they're they're not putting it into action or or maybe they're distracted with other stuff because if they're doing what they're learning in there every month they're, they're going to make much more back than a thousand dollars in the round of a year but that's my lowest way that someone can. Um, get access to me. And what I mean by that is people who subscribe to newsletter can pick my brain by email. And uh, I don't deal with brain pickers. Um, if someone reaches out to me that hears my podcast or whatever, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to be rude to them, right? I'm, uh, I'm not a rude guy, I don't think. But I would just, I don't partake in brain picking. I would direct them to my blog, to my Facebook group, to my podcast, but I'm not going to hop on a call for an hour with someone, a stranger who wants to pick my brain. Uh, so $97 is the lowest offer. It works all the way up. I've got online programs, do-it-yourself ones that are $500. Uh, I've got the mastermind, which we talked about, which is $397 a month. And it goes all the way up to $10,000 for my one-on-one uh, which is very targeted. I don't work with a lot of one-on-one clients. That's prime time for me and uh, very dedicated. I, I, uh, I always say to my one-on-one clients that I view it as a partnership. Uh, we do many calls. It's not just uh, the odd call. And I view it uh, as a very deep commitment. So that's why it's priced accordingly. That actually brings a lot of uh, clarity in itself. And it really reminds me, you really want to know who your target market is. I mean, you clearly know exactly who you're aiming for. You have offerings uh, for a certain set within your market. And if people don't want to follow you or interact or pay for your um, services, that's fine because it, it kind of that price point seems to weed out who you don't want. Yeah, exactly. So that's a challenge. We only have so many hours in a day and we have to be really careful with where we allocate our time. Um, it's easy to to lose that time quickly. So um, I have to put up some barriers just to make sure that the people I'm spending time with are serious and that I get paid for my time as well. I can understand that. So what if someone is listening to you and they go, you know, Mark, I really want to set up something similar uh, I want to be paid adequately for my time. I mean, right now I'm trading time for dollars and sometimes I'm getting paid pennies. Uh, so what would you say to that? Well, it's a lot of it's mindset. Uh, the toughest person to convince that you're worth charging more, it's nobody out in the marketplace, no prospect, no potential client or customer. It's a person that's looking back at you in the mirror. Uh, once you convince yourself that you're worth it, then the rest is easier. <laughs> so you, you have to play a bit of a Jedi mind trick on yourself. Um, there's been a number of times when I, I always review my prices every six months and I bump up my fees and, and when I'm charging for things. And there's been times when there's a hesitation because I think, well, this offering selling well, do I want to shoot myself in the foot? And sometimes I'm, eh, do I want to do it? But hey, I pull the trigger, change the price, and then that's it. And I, I've never regretted it. I've never said, oh, boy, that was a mistake. So just today, I changed an offer. One of the things that I offer uh, for joint ventures, I bumped up $500. Uh, it's a small joint venture offer that I charge a thousand, normally charge a $1,000 for. It's selling like hotcakes. So I bumped it up to $1,500. Should probably bump it up to $2,000. But um, yeah, so it's funny we mentioned it because just a few hours ago, I did this exact same thing and bumped up my fees. That's... Interesting. That's exceptionally um, because I know for us and many people I talk to, the biggest 
barrier seems to be underselling. All right. So, now, you know, we kind of touched on pricing, and I think that, that there's a lot of gold there just for someone to kind of take away. So let me ask you this. If they wanted to set up, someone wanted to set up a uh, mastermind on their own, how would you recommend they go about doing it? And what would be the recommended pricing that you would recommend starting out? The, the uh, key is just to jump in and not overthink it. I see so many coaches that plan for six months to launch a mastermind. It shouldn't take six months to get a mastermind up and running. I mean, you want to give yourself a, a bit of a runway to fill the group or get some seats filled. I gave myself about a month of promotion and I set up a sales page. Anyone wants to check out my sales page, you can see that it's nothing fancy. It's at junglemastermind.com. So junglemastermind.com. And that page has, okay, this is what it is. You know, point form. That's what we're doing uh, here. Uh, are the, so the details, who it's for, and then also the expectations. So it's funny because my web, my web person, when we were getting that sales page set up, uh, she said to me, "Oh boy, do you really want to include this section about expectations? Because this could chase away some people. It's a, it's a little harsh, you know. Uh, it's trying to chase away the people who aren't serious." And I said, "That's a whole point." I said, uh, that's what it's designed for. I don't want to be doing calls with people who aren't the right fit for it or someone who's very flaky or loosey-goosey. So don't be afraid to put right on your the sales page, hey, here's who I'm looking for and this is who it isn't for because you, you don't want bad people in there. I'd rather have an empty seat than a bad person uh, in the group just because it, it does disrupt the flow. So you can set it up um, a few ways and I'm looking at tweaking some stuff. The way I do it, I have a minimum six-month commitment. Somebody joins, there's a uh, digital uh, scary word contract. I guess I'll call it agreement, but whatever you want to call it, it's agreement contract. They have to commit to six months. Uh, it says in there that, uh, that if uh, they're um, basically, if they're being difficult, I have the right to kick them out. <laughs> I haven't had to do that yet. So knock on wood, but a uh, minimum six months, if they choose to leave after the six months, they have to give 30 days notice, uh, which gives me time to fill the seat. Now you could do it differently. Um, I'm experimenting possibly uh, next year going with a one year term where it starts and ends. And then maybe they graduate to a, you know, a different group there. But this, I just started masterminds in January of 2020. So this is my, really my first year running masterminds. And that's how I'm doing it. Six, a minimum of six months. Some people have been with me longer with it, but I might go to a one year mastermind. So it's like the class of 2021 class of 2022 and so on. So we'll see, you know, it's a, it's not written in stone. You can tweak things if you want to change it and it's your business, your rules. I'm all for charging as much as you can. Now, that being said, it's a free market. You know, you and I both are uh, proud capitalists. So you, you have to, there's a certain point. If I launched my mastermind and I said, okay, it's going to be a million bucks a year to join, might be difficult to fill the seats. Um, I'd be very happy if I filled the seats. Um, I would probably be on a, an island somewhere, you know, in the Caribbean right now. I, uh, me personally, I, I've had people ask me what the uh, lowest amount is that they can chase away people who aren't serious, but they could still get people in. Personally, I would probably not go any lower than, oh boys, I would say probably $200 a month US. You know, it's 50 bucks a week. 
Um, I have one client that's, that wasn't comfortable there and she ended up starting it at 100 a month. I think it's too low personally, but I told her, I said, look, it's your business, do it. But I would encourage you to bump it up. So the way that she did it was for early bird people joining, she went at 100, but it's going to go to 200 a month for future ones. And I did the same thing with, with my mastermind, by the way, when I launched it at the beginning of 2020 or when I was promoting it late uh, December 2019, I had an early bird. Anyone that got in for the founding members, they got in for two ninety seven a month uh, forever. Basically, it was locked in. Any new people coming in are paying three ninety seven a month. And then anyone who comes into my mastermind, I have a bonus. I give them a subscription to the print newsletter, Secret Coach Club. So they're getting that newsletter to help uh, reinforce certain things or stuff to work on between the calls too. So that's a value of $100 a month as well there as a bonus. That's interesting. So, okay. So you run the mastermind. Now, another thing that I've started watching and seeing, um, you know, because I, again, I watch you and what you do and how you market and emails and all that kind of thing. There's two things that I've seen that you do that I kind of want to touch on. First of all, could you talk about the paid newsletter and how you run that? Because that is absolute, that has absolutely been fascinating to me. Uh, so in terms of selling it, or do you mean how, how just, uh, how, how do I structure? How do you structure it? How do you sell it? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, the newsletter I've been running since March of 2017. So we're up to 40 some months, I think now, uh, ongoing. Uh, the way that I do it is what's included in that newsletter isn't just reheated Facebook posts or emails or just copied and pasted stuff that, that I've shared elsewhere. It's exclusive content. So when I'm writing it, I'm treating that subscriber like they're a client and I'm telling them what I want them to hear and it's exclusive stuff. So the things that are working in my business behind the scenes, uh, things are working in my client's business or so on. So that's the first thing I tell people. This isn't just, you know, uh, repeated stuff that you've seen elsewhere. If you follow my, if you're on my email list or anything like that, um, I uh, do it so that it comes out at the first of every month. Most people get it by the middle of the month. By the time it's snail mail, there's no digital um, PDF. Now I could do PDFs, obviously, but I want to keep it physical, hard copies because I think people treat it more serious that way. And people like getting things in the mail. It's something cool. Most people now with the snail mail, I, I won't get into politics in, uh, here because I know in the States right now, the mail service is a, is a hot topic with the election coming up. But uh, most people, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I think I know where you probably stand on the issue. Um, but uh, it, with the mail, most people are used to getting just junk mail or bills. And possibly ballots in the fall, we'll see. But um, they don't get anything that they look forward to, or very rarely. And I've had subscribers tell me, Mark, I read it. I rip it open the, the minute I get it. I read it. I got my highlighter out, my pen. I keep it on my desk. I go back to it throughout the month. And, you know, it's something that's kind of special there with it. Um, some of them put them in uh, punch holes, put them in binders and so on. I had one uh, subscriber tell me, Mark, if my house was on fire, that would be one of the items that I get is your binder full of your uh, secret coach club because it's not digital. It's, it's not stored anywhere in the cloud for her. So she like, I would literally take that, you know, if my house was on fire, I was like, wow, that's a pretty cool testimonial uh, with it. So that's how I, I write it. Um, for me, writing it, it's probably one of the most fun things I do for my business. I really enjoy it. I usually stay, um, I try to stay a month or two ahead um, because you don't want to, 
start working on it a day before it has to go to the printer and then you're going to be rushed and stressed, but it really writes itself. Like I have um, ideas that I track. I keep uh, a, a list of ideas. I want to go for future issues. Uh, you've noticed from being a subscriber that some months I'll do a theme issue. So I did an issue once around mastermind groups. Um, I did a theme issue one month about uh, print newsletters, actually, how to do your own print newsletter. So it was a print newsletter about a print newsletter. Very meta. <laughs> reminds me reminds me of the podcast podcasters that podcast about podcasting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and uh, that, that's come from me, a coach who coaches coaches. So, um, <laughs> But uh, the one that I'm working on, actually, that's going to the printer soon is a, a newsletter with 11 rules that I live by for my business. And they're things that are ingrained into my brain. And I think more people should follow. And that's um, the one. There's a list of the rules and then a description, a breakdown of each of the rules. So there's an example of a theme issue right there. I'll include bonus transcripts. So that this month coming up, uh, there's an interview that I did with a coach named Cheryl Thacker. She started a membership site. So I said, hey, um, she subscribes to the newsletter. She's a Secret Coach Club subscriber. I said, why don't I interview you? And I'll... Uh, We'll find out the struggles that you had starting your membership site, uh, the good, the bad, the ugly, any tips, any advice you'd give people who are also starting membership sites. So that's going to be a bonus interview transcript that's included in there as well. And that's not going to be available anywhere else. So I try to make it exclusive and kind of obviously with the name Secret Coach Club, it's not something that's open where thousands and thousands of people are consuming this. It's a select group of people around the world. There's, there's a lot of people that are subscribers, but it's never going to be something that's consumed like a blog post that's all over the internet for anybody. And, um, and what about pricing? I know you've um, talked about pricing. You said that that's like your lowest end offering. Why did you, why did you decide to price it at that? It's going to sound horrible to say keep the riffraff out because I'm not saying the people <laughs> that don't pay it are riffraff. But in a way, it, it's designed to keep people out who – I don't want to deal with the, the people who are looking to spend a couple bucks um, because I find they're probably a pain in the butt. Uh, so if I'm charging nine bucks a month, it's attracting a certain type of person, I think, or maybe someone who's not as serious. $97 a month is uh, something that isn't going to kill somebody's budget, but they're going to take that very serious. Uh, the other reason why I subscribe to a print newsletter myself, which encouraged me and really motivated me to start this one, and that newsletter is around email marketing. Uh, it's called Email Players. Ben Settle does it. Ben Settle. Haven't heard that. That name in years. Yeah, so Ben is the one that got me into daily emails. He's been on my podcast a few times. And I've subscribed to email players now since 2016. So I was subscribing to that for about a year before I launched my newsletter. I thought, wow, I really enjoy reading Ben's newsletter. I love getting it every month. It'd be great if there was a hard copy newsletter for coaches around stuff for building their businesses. So that was definitely a motivation with it. But I pay uh, same thing, 97 US a month for Ben's. And that's who I'm looking for. People like me who take it serious are going to take action on what they learn. So if I'm willing to pay $97 US for a good newsletter, as I do with Ben's, then I know people would be willing to pay that for mine, uh, coaches with mine. So that was my thought. Um, if you're pricing a print newsletter, and I think you and I probably chatted about this a bit. If you're looking at doing it, I wouldn't go any lower than probably, you know, 49 bucks a month or so. I know some people that do $29. I just, I don't know someone's $49. Um, 
if you go to, well, I guess things might be shut down. Assuming there's no COVID, if you go to the movie theaters, uh, you take your better half um, to the movies for a night. By the time you pay ticket, popcorn, everything else, you're probably looking at, what, 50 bucks, maybe more. Uh, so if people are paying that for a movie, they should be willing to pay that for something that can help improve their life or help their business or help them make money. So I probably wouldn't go any lower than $50. And you're talking for a digital, if you're going to do a digital or a print copy? Well, I'm talking about uh, print copy because, of course, you have to factor in the printing costs and also the the mailing. So roughly speaking, with my printer, I'm paying about $10 a month for the printing and the shipping cost. I don't touch anything. They, they're in New York City. They handle everything for me. So I just get them the uh, pr- the PDF of the newsletter edited. I get them my subscriber list. They handle sending it out. So I'm not stapling things, licking envelopes, doing anything like that. If you're doing a digital newsletter, I know there are people out there that do it. And you could play with the pricing and go lower because, of course, you're not paying shipping costs. Uh, the, my issue with digital is how many people will get it and it'll get lost on their laptop, you know, collect virtual dust. And we've all done that, right? With PDFs, you're like, oh, this sounds interesting. Then we forget about it. It gets lost on the computer. So you could definitely go lower. It's just you're going to, uh, it depends on your model. You know, maybe you say, okay, I'm going to do a digital one for $19 a month. And, and then that'll upsell to something else. I mean, it's really depends on your business model. Mark, do you have any like final words? We've covered a lot here. And I think there's been a lot of gold for our listeners to kind of chew on, write down, think on. Um, do you have any um, takeaways that you think uh, someone should walk away with from this episode? Well, I guess uh, if I could snap my fingers and have an outcome from it, I hope that this interview has encouraged at least one listener to start a mastermind group and to start it right away. So don't fall into the trap that so many coaches and entrepreneurs fall into where they overthink it or they think, well, what if nobody, you know, signs up for it? What if I throw a party and no one comes? Worst case scenario, you have nothing to lose. Or maybe you start your group, you get a handful of people to start, then you can build from there. So just remember, you have nothing to lose by this. You have a very little bit of time, obviously, setting up a sales page or that process and talking to people. But you have very little to lose and a lot to gain by doing it. So I'd encourage anyone listening, just get the mastermind started. Don't overthink it. I would also say not, not only just start one, but also be a part of one yourself. You know, because I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I've toyed with the idea of starting one, but I'm like, I have enough going on. I think I'll wait. But if you guys ever want me to start one, I'm open to it. Send me an email, Teresa at TeresaBlaze.com. That said, it's kind of like the coach also needs to be coached. So, I mean, you know, I'm a part of one. Mark, I'm sure you've attended one for yourself and it's powerful it's really powerful when you are in that group and you're in the hot seat and then you're listening to others takeaways from maybe similar challenges they're having i can't really explain the um, mental transformation that you undergo week to week i agree completely with mark go ahead and start one but also make sure that you're also a part of one that someone else is leading um, if people want to find out, find you, reach out to you, where can they do so? Well, uh, boys, I got a few places. Um, uh, my Facebook group, The Coaching Jungle, is um, almost 20,000 members. Lots of good stuff going on every day in there. So that's at .coachingjungle.com. 
Uh, they can check out my podcast at naturalbornCoaches.com. Uh, what I do for coaches is at mark.coach. That's Mark with a C. And then there's uh, the mastermind, as we mentioned, junglemastermind.com. All right. Well, and we'll be dropping some of those links in the show notes for you guys. I am really excited. Uh, there's, I, I, I mean, Mark is always up to something kind of cool. So um, he really is. He really does a good job for his people. There's always something popping up in that jungle mastermind or jungle Facebook group of his. <laughs> By the way, I gotta wonder, how did you come up with the uh, jungle theme? Ah, boys, I, I wanted something that was kind of fun and different. I don't like boring uh, stuff. So anyone who joins a group will notice with the Facebook group that the first thing they see is a cartoon Tarzan Mark swinging on a vine. And, you know, that that's the easiest way to get six pack abs. You don't have to go to the gym or whatever. It's my head photoshopped onto a Tarzan body. So I can say, Hey, look, I got six pack abs here. No, yeah, no dad. Bod. Um, so I just came up with, I wanted something that was kind of fun, unique, uh, everything in there, the theme, it's a jungle theme, uh, with it. And, yeah, I, I, we could do a whole podcast on Facebook groups and stuff like that, but I'd encourage anyone doing a Facebook group. I think it's really important that when people look at the title of your group, the name of your group, that it's clear who it's for and what it's about. So some groups I see, and it's very wishy-washy, very vague. Anyone looking at mine, the coaching jungle, they see that keyword in there. I knew I wanted either coach, coaches, coaching, and somewhere in that group title. So the coaching jungle, it's very clear that, hey, it's not for dentists or accountants or you know anything like that. So that, that's I could talk for days about Facebook groups, but there's a few thoughts about that. Well, guys, I hope you've gotten a lot out of this. Um, I would really love your feedback. And, uh, you know, let me know what you guys think. Was this useful to you? And also, would you be interested if I was to set up some kind of a mastermind or some kind of a, a newsletter idea, which I have been toying with, would you guys be interested in something like that? Let me know. I think one of the biggest takeaways I got today was take action. Knuckle up and take some action. So um, with that, I'm Teresa Blaze. This is the Teresa Blaze Show. Let's go do this thing. You've been listening to The Teresa Blaze Show. To catch all her past shows, visit www.teresablaze.com. That's T-E-R-E-S-A-B-L-A-E-S.com.